You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. This is the Green Desk on 95 BFM. Last week, the Ministry for the Environment released Our Fresh Water 2020, a report highlighting the declining state of our rivers, lakes, streams and catchments. An update on the 2017 report, this release emphasises the significance and urgency of the issue. It acknowledges that while many changes to freshwater ecosystems are slow to reverse or irreversible, the impact of species and ecosystem loss on our identity, well-being, cultural values and economy would be profound. New Zealand is home to 70 major river systems, spanning more than 400,000 kilometres. We have more than 50,000 lakes and almost 250,000 hectares of wetland. All of these water systems, as well as underground aquifers, make up an interconnected whole, a pathway from the mountains to the sea. Kiuta kitai. Not only that, but the report emphasises the interconnected nature of plant, animal and human life with these freshwater ecosystems. It is challenging to paint a national picture while also recognising the significant regional variations from catchment to catchment. But the report has identified four common threats to fresh water. Habitat changes, pollution, water use and climate change. Although they are discussed in separate sections, the report illustrates the compounding effects of these issues with the story of the inanga, a freshwater fish species under the umbrella of whitebait. Titake Tuatahi, Issue 1 Habitat Changes. Land use, introduced species, and modification to waterways, such as obstructing river flow and draining wetlands, all affect our native freshwater species, habitats, and ecosystems. As of 2017, 76% of our native freshwater fish species were either threatened or at risk of extinction. Conservation Minister Eugenie Sage says reducing sediment and barriers to fish migration is needed to ensure the health of fish populations. This report warns how the loss of such species and ecosystems could have significant impacts on our identity, well-being, cultural values and economy. Titake Tuarua, Issue 2, Pollution Farming, forestry and urban development can result in excess nutrients, chemicals, pathogens and sediment entering our fresh water. Almost half of our rivers flow through catchments modified by agriculture, plantation forestry or urban settlement. 67 to 77% of the lakes that flow from these catchments are polluted with nutrients such as nitrogen, which cause harmful algal blooms. Forest and bird freshwater advocate Tom Kay says with the right legal, economic and regulatory reforms, we can minimise the environmental degradation of farming, forestry and urban development practices. Titake Tuatoru, Issue 3, Water Use. Changes to water flow and levels for irrigation and hydroelectricity obstruct the life cycles of freshwater fish. Low river flows also mean increased water temperature, increasing the concentration of nutrients and pathogens in waterways. In 2017, the amount of irrigated agricultural land in New Zealand was almost double that in 2002, making it the largest water user in the country. 
Tom Kay from Forest and Bird once again says low irrigation farming models that use less water should be promoted, along with more diversified crops and fewer animals on farms. Titake Tuafa, Issue 4, Climate Change Climate change affects where, when and how much rainfall and drought occur. As the frequency of extreme weather events also increases, our food production, economy, health and culture will be impacted. Already the report shows that between the years 2000 and 2014, nine of the years recorded below average rainfall. Chris Allen, a Federated Farmers Environment spokesperson, says greater investment in water storage is needed for primary industries as well as in our cities and towns. This would allow water to be harvested in the wetter months, taking the pressure off government to give out emergency drought funding, as was the case in parts of the country this summer. Climate Change Minister James Shaw emphasises action on climate change will not only improve our economy and communities, but the quality of our fresh water too. In the wake of the report, many environmental groups are looking forward to the government delivering on the essential freshwater programme to prevent and reverse the degradation of waterways. Marnie Prickett from Choose Clean Water says clean and healthy waterways are the foundation of our country's mental and physical well-being. At a time when health is at the forefront of most New Zealanders' minds, she implores the government to finalise long-overdue freshwater reforms. Minister for the Environment David Parker recently proposed a draft national policy statement for freshwater management, which would impose a limit on the amount of nitrogen runoff farmers can allow into waterways. However, the statement has been criticised for lack of farmer consultation and setting the nitrogen limit. Parker also notes the Resource Management Amendment Bill, which is currently before Parliament, will also have a role in improving freshwater health and mitigating the effects of climate change. He adds, of course, that the primary focus for the government right now is responding to COVID-19. Chris Allen from Federated Farmers proposes a task force approach to boost economic and environmental benefits in the wake of COVID-19. This would include investment for, among other things, riparian planting and catchment action groups to improve water quality. There is clearly public support behind addressing our declining water quality. In a 2020 nationwide Colmer Brunton survey for fish and game, 76% of respondents were extremely or very concerned about the pollution of lakes and rivers. As Environment Minister David Parker said at the release of the Our Freshwater 2020 report, New Zealanders want to swim, fish, gather mahingakai, and enjoy freshwater as our parents and grandparents did. That was the Green Desk on 95BFM. Tihei Modi Order. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.